talking about sex is like, what? I have to no, we don't we don't do that. We don't talk about that. And even in the safety of your marriage, mm. um, which it absolutely should be a safe place. And so as you're having conversations about this, just remember the first first, second, and third points of the earlier parts of cover it in love, no judgment, and to actually listen so yes. that the conversation actually has fruit. I'm excited. Yeah? Me yes. too. <laughs> okay. It also feels like forever since we've actually recorded it. Oh my goodness. Yes, forever. So before we get into all the things, let's do the intro. Let's do it. Hey there, and welcome to Marriage Talks, a real, authentic, and relatable podcast about how to thrive in your marriage. I'm Elizabeth Ann. And I'm Michael. And today's episode, we be talking about sex, baby. <laughs> let's talk about you and me i'm excited she forewarned me he's like you know i'm gonna sing that right <laughs> we are gonna be talking about sex but before we get into the topic today we want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by the marriage talks patreon and if you decide to become a member there you gain access to exclusive content that you can't find anywhere else and you get to know us on a more personal level so that's that and Let's get into it. Yeah. So a little background. Obviously, we have a marriage podcast and sex is a big part of marriage in case you were not aware of that. Spoiler alert. And so we had been talking about, you know, we always do some episode planning and it's been a minute since we oh, did yeah. like a sex focused episode. It's like we have got to talk about this again, kind of re um, get in there again. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I guess that's, what, I think, that's what she said. I yeah. feel like there's gonna be a lot of things said that we didn't yeah. intend. That was not to on be purpose. Sexual, but but um, yeah, we've talked about intimacy. We've talked about physical intimacy, spiritual in- intimacy, emotional, <laughs> gosh, intimacy, emotional intimacy, and this one specifically about physical intimacy. Yes, I'm excited to talk about it. Um. But before we talk about like why you should talk about sex, we want to cover like how you should talk about sex because it would not go over well if I just went up to Michael and been like, do this, don't do this. There you go. Walk away. Um, He'd be like, uh, (laughs) no, let's rewind. Don't speak to me that way. Maybe I would exactly say that. Good job. (laughs) Um, Because talking about sex feels, um, it can feel really weird. Um, so like when we, when Michael and I talk about us being physically intimate, he is much better at it than I am. Um, sometimes I, when I say sometimes I say a lot of the time I struggle to find the words, um, because I just feel like it was kind of ingrained in me that it's like, embarrassing almost or taboo. Yeah. And it's not between Michael and I, it's a very, very healthy thing for us to talk about, but it's so important to talk about it the right way. And the first thing that we keep in mind is to cover it in love. If I am just kind of just, like I said before, Hey, don't do this, do this. That's just very matter of fact. I'm not caring for his feelings at all. And so if I just approached him in a much more gentle, loving way about something, he is so much more apt to receive it and to receive it well 
than just like throwing it out there. Um, yeah. When it comes to something as personal as sex, especially as a guy, like if, if your wife comes to you and it's like harsh with her words and I'm only speaking from my own experience, but I assume most of us are like this. It, it can, it can hurt pretty hard. It's like, Oh, I wasn't any good. Like I haven't been any good. Jeez. Well, like talk mm. about knock me down a rung or two. Yeah. Um, that's not going to go over well. And then, so when you're thinking about pursuit the next time you're feeling in the mood, it's like, well, I mean, that's, it's going to be a lot harder to, um, kind of get that going if you don't have any confidence cause you have been knocked down a few rungs. So yeah, covering, covering your discussions in love, like what's the purpose of the correction or information you're about to give it's to, to make, basically make the next time better, not to embarrass the other person. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's really important to, it's all about the approach because if I do approach Michael in the wrong way, he is not going to want to pursue. And that's a dangerous place to be in when you're not pursuing each other. Yeah. So it's just preserving that relationship first. And a good way to do that is to cover your information in love. You want to tell them what the second one is? Yeah. No judgment. Yeah. Big time. Um, again, the marriage bed is like this super important place in a marriage and it has to be kept judgment free zone. And like, cause every word that comes out about this from the person that you are meant for forever is super, 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 I hate, I hate to say important again, but it's like, that's the word. <laughs> it's just, you can't be knocking someone down. You can't be judging them. Yeah. So like if, if Michael came to me and was like, Hey, you know, I have this concern or like, I want to try this. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's crazy. No, he is going <laughs> to shut like, it down. Well, for I'm going to really- just go over here. Then <laughs> yeah, He's going to shut it down for a long time. And that would be incredibly detrimental to our marriage. And so for me to like judge him and to, you know, say, yeah, that's weird. I would never do that. That's not a good thing that you allowing judgment to come in such a sensitive um, topic, such a sensitive realm within a marriage is not a good thing because in all honesty, like he or I, whoever is coming to the other person to either talk about something or like suggest something, we are doing it out of a place of like wanting to be closer and desiring a more strong uh, or a stronger relationship. So the intentions are good. And for one of us to have judgment on or to pass judgment on the other is just, it's not, it's not helpful. It's not helpful. And it really, really just like, if I, if I pass judgment on anything Michael said, when it comes to physical intimacy, like goodbye to pursuit. And he's very, very good at it. He would, he would, he's like, no, he would, he would not do it. So it's, it's really important to set that judgment aside. Um, it's just not helpful. It's just not helpful at all. Yeah. It really comes down to what's the purpose of anything you're going to say to your partner in this realm is the purpose is for closeness, connection, better connection. Like if you're, if you're having sex often, like a good amount 
but it's like you've got something that you really want to address with your spouse and you just don't do it because you're afraid of judgment. Like you're going to be holding on to that and the connection will be slightly less than it would be if you were just kind of open up and have a safe place to open up too. That's a big thing too. And every word you're trying to tell the other person is for more closeness. Yeah. And the next thing, the third thing of what, like how you should approach talking about sex is to listen. It is pretty astonishing how many people don't listen to each other. Um, and we are a hundred percent guilty of that when we're like thinking about the next thing to say or like the next task or it's like my life, (laughs) something else. I'm trying not to say something stupid. Something else that's like not a part of the conversation. We as humans are selfish and we want to feed our ego and our pride. And so we think about ourselves and what we want to say. But if we stop and listen to our spouse when they're bringing sensitive information to us, it goes such a long way. Um, And especially with something that can really be hard to talk about when you really, really sit down and you think, when was the last time I spoke to my spouse about our sex life? Like words were said, like, how is it going? What is something that you liked? What is something that you didn't like? Those things, not just like, hey, babe, let's go have sex. Or like you just start kissing on each other or whatever. Actual conversation about your sex life. That's a hard conversation to have because it doesn't feel natural, but it is so beneficial. And when we actually listen in that kind of a conversation, whoa, guys, I'm telling you from experience, it's, it produces really great stuff, really, really great stuff. So it's just so important to listen to your spouse, um, and vice versa. Um, it, It's just essential. And we've talked about listening to your spouse in so many other episodes, probably every other episode. Yeah, basically. How important it is to listen to your spouse and what they're saying to you. Yeah. It is really one of the very best ways to connect. And everybody has the things they like, the things they don't like. It's like a fingerprint. There's stuff that really works for you and stuff that just absolutely kills the mood completely. So your spouse may be able to read that just from body language or whatever, but don't count on that as the only thing you actually have to open up, use words and be like, look, that last time, you know, wasn't really into that. Um, Next time let's maybe skip that or whatever. Well, like, so an example might be like, if something that you're doing is maybe like physically hurting the other person, you say, I really appreciate you trying something new. I think that's great. I think we should try new things. But this particular one um, just made me feel really uncomfortable physically. And I'm, I'm sure that you're supposed to be like, oh my word, I'm so sorry. Like, thank you for telling me. Um, and, and when you, when you compliment, thank you for trying something new, this thing that you tried just made me feel really uncomfortable. Then you're, then you're delivering that information in a really graceful and loving way that they are way more apt to receive. Like, instead of saying that hurt me, don't do it. You know, like it's just really going to shut them down from wanting to try new things or wanting to pursue you. And so just letting them know, like, I appreciate the effort because that's huge to try something new, especially in the bedroom. 
but this particular one, maybe we tweak it. Maybe we try something different. It's really going to help the two of you find something that really, really works for the both of you. Yeah. And something that we really, really tackled a lot of times over, we're about to hit nine years married. And of course you're talking about sex in the bedroom. That's kind of the obvious place where everything happens, but we have talked about the lead up to things a lot. So that's another thing you've got to be communicating about. So as a guy, you know, I, a lot of times it's like, Hey, Reverend to go, let's, let's do this thing. <laughs> hey, you know, it's been, it's been a while. Let's, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, and then Elizabeth, especially years ago, we started talking about this more. It's like, uh, hold on. I just, I've been taking care of poopy diapers all day. I've cleaned the floors, <laughs> you know, throwing the ball with a dog. Like you've been in mom mode the entire day. It's difficult to just flip a switch and just like, mm-hmm. yep. I'm like, you know, sex goddess. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like sex goddess <laughs> mode instant. No, it doesn't just turn on like that. No. But, um, so that was a discussion we've had over and over. It's like, I didn't know that. So I'm less like, I, I'm used to my, uh, libido or whatever. And you got to also jive with your spouse too. It's like, now I know that if I'm not also preparing the day for her, it's like helping her out when I first get home, cleaning the dishes, just making sure that the, all the house junk is taken care of so that it's not just like this instantaneous switch. That's not very likely to happen, but like, Hey, you know, getting her in the mood from just having a clear mindset of being able to even have space for that thought at the end of the night. Mm. So think about that too. It's not just all about what happens, you know, once the lights go out. Yeah. And we're definitely going to do a separate episode about like priming your mind and your emotions for sex, because like Michael said, he's like, all right, let's go. And for I don't maybe need much priming, I guess, <laughs> for this stay at home, either parent or more really more specifically, because I'm speaking from um, the mother slash wife standpoint is that um, for a lot of us, I think we get into mom mode and like provide, 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 provide. And to be able to turn all that off and to just feel sassy and sexy it's going to take more than five seconds. Um, but we are going to tackle that in a different episode because that's actually something that we have specifically been having a lot of conversations about recently. Um, and recently that's been years. (laughs) No, no, we talked about it the other day. Oh, it's a, I feel like it's a continuing exercise. It's a continually evolving conversation. Yeah. And because, you know, just naturally male libido and female libido generally, not always, generally is going to be a little bit lopsided. Yeah. So that's another thing that's you've got to talk about that stuff. Like, hey, babe, you know, I get shut down by you six times out of 10. Why is that? Well, it's like, well, there's a lot to it. And she doesn't want to shut you down all the time. But there's some other outside factors that we need to kind of hash out and talk about. So once you do, and you can kind of, as a man, you can kind of like know that stuff's going on you can strengthen your chances. Like if you are helping out and stuff like that, you can maybe have a little more luck with that. Yeah. I'm using quotation marks. <laughs> there's, there's power and knowledge for yeah. sure. So we've covered like how to go about talking with your spouse about sex, cover it in love, no judgment, listen. And we want to talk to you about, um, 
why you should talk about it. Um, and it, it all originated a few years ago. I wrote an article from, um, an old blog that I had and, um, it was titled the one thing to do after sex. And I, I fully believe in it, even though sometimes it's hard for me to either describe or to talk about, I feel a little like embarrassed, but you know, Michael's been so sweet, like, no, like let's, let's have these conversations. And it's not that I don't want to have the conversations. It's that sometimes I just don't know what like the right thing to say is. Um, but talking about it for us has been extremely beneficial, extremely beneficial. And the first thing that is really helps with us is that it helps us to learn about each other because we both come to the table with different ideas, expectations, emotions, feelings, perceptions, like all the things we come to the table with totally separate stuff. And it really helps me to learn about Michael when we have a conversation about sex and things that he liked, things that he didn't like, something he might want to try. It if we don't have this conversation, we're going to be doing the one same thing every single time and we're going to get bored and it's going to get stagnant. And then before you know it, we're not going to be having sex anymore. And it really, um, trying to think of the right word. It really makes me sad when I hear about, um, couples or even look at our own relationship when we have seasons where we're not as intimate as frequently as we want to. And that's such a beautiful thing that comes with marriage. And so it's, but talking about it really keeps it a priority. If you don't talk about it, then it starts to get shoved to the side and put in a corner. And then, you know, before you know it, you'd be surprised how many couples go years and years and years and years and years without being sexually active with each other. Oh yeah. I mean, it is for real the best, in my opinion, the best gift that God gave as a married couple, you know, or like as a married person is the number one way to connect. There's just a, there's a depth to it. I mean, I think that's well supported in scripture. Um, and we're just, we're made for each other in, in a perfect way. So like to just kind of be flipping about it or not really pursue your spouse in that way too is, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, now that being said, again, everybody's got different frequencies that work for them. You have different chapters of life. Like if you're 25 and married, you're probably going to be a lot more intimate than if you're 65 and married. And that's perfect. That's fine. Um, there's just different needs and different, different parts of life that everybody goes through. But yeah, so back to our second part, um, makes you a better lover. So Mm. it's, it's useful information. Like if you don't get any feedback, like if you're doing your job and your boss keeps getting complaints from your clients and, you know, so-and-so is very, um, abrasive. So-and-so is very, uh, rude or so-and-so just kind of does whatever they want and you never get that feedback. You're not going to change. You're going to keep doing the same junk you've done. You're going to get bad feet. You're going to get bad reviews. Um, you're not going to be effective. Um, so this is like having these conversations is part of this too. Like it's again, like, Hey, that kind of hurt or 
I'm, you know, I don't have the stamina for that particular thing. And, um, let's kind of go back to what we know. It's good to know that stuff so that you can be more, um, effective. Yeah. I say effective. It's like very, very <laughs> rote. I don't mean to say it like that. No, but I, that's good. That's good because, um, that's a good analogy. If you're not getting any feedback, you can't be better. How, how can you be a better lover if you don't get any feedback? You can do the same position every single time and it will get boring. <laughs> it will. It'll get boring if you don't, if, if you're, if you're not chatting with your spouse about like, let's try something different. Like, let's get crazy. Let's do this. You know, like, I really liked where you're going there. Here's how we evolve that for us. Like, if you're not getting any feedback, it's legit going to be the same boring road, you know, and, and, and like Michael mentioned earlier, things that leading up to it, you know, being, uh, being candid about foreplay. Yeah. Like texting or like a nice, um, butt grab, check out our tip Tuesdays for some of those tips. <laughs> Booty grab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like letting your spouse know, like, I am thinking about you, you know, not just thinking about you. I'm thinking thinking about you yeah like uh, the little fire emoji yeah <laughs> yeah it means a lot your spouse will, she'll know what you mean yeah when you keep that stuff at the forefront of your mind like you're thinking about those things then it it gets you more in in the mood but you've got to have direction because like I said you're both bringing different things to the table and if you're not um picking those things that like, I love that you brought this to the table and I love that you brought this to the table. Um, you're not going to know. And so you'll either do it once and move on to something different, you know, or you might do the same thing that wasn't so great. So it's just really important to have that feedback, feed, feedback. Wow. Talking is hard sometimes. Feedback in a very loving way very loving way. Yeah. And this is another thing. Again, it's not all about the bedroom. It's not all about like once you start having sex, it, you can apply all this stuff to foreplay too. So, um, for example, like if I'm feeling in a good mood and I want to just kind of send a text, be like, Hey, um, something really, you know, it's going to make her blush. Basically. I can't, <laughs> I can't think of an example and I probably shouldn't share one no. anyway. <laughs> But, um, you he know, knows. just he knows. text. And then as soon as you get home, you kiss a little harder, you hold a little longer and you reach around for a little grab. You know, it's like, it's a safe place. Again, no judgment. Hopefully your spouse will be responsive to those types of advances. But, um, yeah, you're kind of just, you're connecting and, and talking through that stuff. Like, Hey, when you came home and you kissed me for like 20 seconds, that was amazing for me. And I was game all day after oh, yeah. that. That was way better than the peck you normally give me yeah. on every other day. It's like, or, I was feeling that long kiss. Or yeah, just throw the briefcase at him. Hey, catch. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. No one does that. <laughs> Who has a briefcase anymore anyway? I don't know. So we talked about um, why you should talk about sex and that it helps you to learn about your spouse and that it makes you a better lover. And then the third thing is, is that it brings you closer together that is going to be a natural byproduct of that. And we can legit talk from experience that it has brought us so much closer together because we talk about it and we share with each other. Um, we have through the years, because we talk about sex, 
um, it has tailored us to each other, which is key. It's key. It's not like I'm the best lover ever. It's like, no, I'm the best lover for Michael and Michael is the best lover for me. So that like one trick pony thing in the bedroom may not land well with your spouse because you need to be tailored for your spouse. And I, I wish there was more I could say that it brings us closer together because it really, really has. It has, it has deepened that connection with us and it's become just fireworks and just amazing experience for the both of us. And it's, it's just been incredible. It's hard not to smile hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) It Uh, really has. Absolutely agreed. Um, I know a lot of people talk about the seven year itch or like, you know, you, you want to be with the same person the rest that your rest of your life is a long time. Um, but I honestly, I'm not even saying this just for the podcast, like for real, the first few years we were young and everything was hot and all that stuff. But it's like, now that we have years and years under our belts of knowing one another and, and kind of refining this type of stuff through conversation, through eliminating stuff that didn't work and just refining everything that did work. It, it can be magical, um, Mm. in the bedroom and, and then that translates to outside of the bedroom. You know, it's not a, it's not a combined place. It's kind of funny. That's where my, like all my points are going today on this episode. It's like the bedroom, the connection in there is just a, and it's like, there's byproduct from that. You're connecting out there at dinner. You're connecting with closeness in just everyday life. People can tell that you're well connected, but yeah, I kind of forgot where I was going with that, but. I liked it though. It's good. (laughs) I thought it was good. It's good. It's just, it's the depth of knowing somebody for several years and having an open dialogue to be able to connect better. There's fruit from that. I think that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So why you should talk about sex with your spouse is that it helps you to learn about your spouse. It makes you a better lover and it brings you closer together. So with that said, we want to bring you our challenge, which is in the next seven days, have a specific conversation with your spouse about sex and how maybe you might want to try something new or, you know, you kind of up your foreplay game or, um, you talk about maybe something that didn't work so well for you guys. Um, but specifically having that conversation about sex. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to feel a little awkward at first, but it's a good, good, fruitful conversation. And it is so important to have regularly, regularly, like we talk about it all the time. When I say all the time, I don't mean like once a month. I'm talking like several times a week. We talk about it. So it's super, super important to have because conversation may not come easy. So you have to practice. Yeah. And that's that's absolutely true. There are some people that like talking about sex is like, what? I have to. No, we don't, we don't do that. We don't talk about that. And even in the safety of your marriage, Mm. um, which it absolutely should be a safe place. And so as you're having conversations about this, just remember the first, first, second and third points of the earlier parts of cover it in love, no judgment and to actually listen so that the conversation actually has fruit. 
like it's not about the conversation. It's about everything after that. So are you actually going to be able to be a better partner and connect on a deeper level physically with your spouse? Yeah. So it's worth it. Trust me. It's hard at first and it's like difficult to practice at first, but it will get easier. For sure. It will get easier. I promise. So we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate you guys coming out week after week and listening and supporting the show. If you have not rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, we would love that. It really means the world to us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. Y'all yeah. are amazing. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube. Our yeah. channel is called Michael and Elizabeth Ann. Yes. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook, and we will put all those links in the show notes. Yeah. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya.